Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. And I'm Rick Wallace filling in for Scott Mosby today. Our producer and engineer is Greg Harvey. And our guests this morning are Tyler Clough, who has been with Mosby Building Arts for 15 years, and Burke Watts, a 19-year veteran of Helitech. We're here to take your uh, questions, water-related or not, whatever you got, uh, Give us a call, 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Ron has been hanging on, so we want to go right to the phones and get to him. Hi, Ron. Thanks for hanging on. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yes, good morning. How are you? Good. Uh, The previous caller just before the top of the hour uh, said one thing that gave me a great deal of concern, and it may not have been picked up. He said that water was bringing in soil. And to me, uh, in my experience, that brings in a lot more concern than just having uh, clear water uh, flowing up there. There's material is being lost from under that slab if he's seeing soil in his uh, in what's coming up in his shower. And basically, that's my comment. Yeah, you're you're right on that. That is that is an issue. And those when that water's coming up, that water table's coming up underneath. The, the shower that he put in, it, it needs to, he, something needs to happen because the more water comes up, you're right, it's going to erode underneath that that shower. The the thing is, it is coming up through there, and if there's no concrete there or anything there to, to filter that, it uh, it will continue to erode underneath, and, and it's going to go the easiest place that it can, and that's... Uh, that's out onto the floor, and he needs to get a sump pump in there to get, get that yeah. water. But it's out. a lar- larger problem than just uh, dealing with the water. They're going sure. to have to get underneath there and seal that so that uh, and replace some of that material. Otherwise, the floor will ultimately collapse. Yeah, and, you know, Ron, you bring up an excellent point uh, to tell any homeowner. If, if you already have a sump pump and you can see where your exit pipe comes outside, if you ever notice that's taking uh, soil or sand or any sediment is getting pumped out there, you need to let a professional know immediately because, yes, you don't want to run the risk of causing a foundation problem or something else. You're exactly yeah. right. Very good another point. Place to, another place to look is uh, in the sump pit in itself because yep. even after you pump the water out, some of the, uh, any soil or sand is going to be residual in the bottom of the, of the uh, carrier, the basin. Excellent. Yeah, Ron, thanks for your call. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. Take care. Hey, uh, Tyler, I know before we go to Helen here, I, I wanted to uh, make sure we mentioned that uh, today's a, a special uh, annual event that's happening in uh, the St. Louis area. Yeah, just a shout out to all those volunteers that are out there helping with uh, Rebuilding Together. It's a, it's an organization that, that helps out uh a number of families. I, I don't know exactly how many houses they're working on today. Usually it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 30, 30 homes where they they bring in volunteers and there's house captains that figure out what needs to happen to to help uh, help these individuals. And today is the day that they're out there. Uh, the volunteers are out there. They might be building a ramp. They might be putting in a dishwasher. They, they could be patching a roof, doing yard work. But I there's a number of volunteers and, and uh uh, companies that are sponsoring these these volunteers to to help out in the community and 
I, I think I just look back over this week and and how many how how the community can come together and there are so many opportunities. There's a lot of good people out there that are doing a lot of good things and uh, just a shout out to all those that are helping with uh, rebuilding together yeah, today. Absolutely. And thank, uh, thank goodness they got a, got a nice day weather-wise. Oh, it's right? beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, here's the phone numbers, 4, uh, 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. And we want to go to Helen in DeSoto. Hi, Helen, you're on KMOX. Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? Great. Yeah, great. Okay, um, the situation is I have about a 100-year-old house that I inherited from my parents. And in the basement, there is a limestone rock wall. And my mom always said it was a natural high water spring. And it has gradually, like, put a little hole, a round hole. Now, number one, getting a reliable uh, water folks out there to help waterproof it. But is there anything you can do with, like, rerouting a natural high water spring now that that water is going to go where it wants to go unless you give it the proper path to to get somewhere helen so it's really not something if you start trying to plug or patch that area you're just going to chase the water to some other location that could be uh, a worse yeah, situation I, for you i figure i'm gonna have to get some pros in there and it's going to be like digging it up but it's yeah, it just depends. We we do a lot of work in uh in the city on older homes with stone foundation, so it's not anything that we're not uh, accustomed to looking at. Sometimes it's inside, sometimes it's outside. Could be a combination of both. Well, and the thing is, given that it's in the older part of DeSoto down there, mm-hmm. there is really only about five feet between my house between and the house houses. Door. Yeah. So more likely yeah. than not, it would be work that would need to be done inside and uh, get you a good drainage system in there to take care of the problem. Okay. Do you all go down to DeSoto? Yes, ma'am. If uh, uh, We'd be okay. more than happy to. Uh, we've got estimators that cover all St. Louis metro area down through the Boot Hill and out to Columbia, Missouri. So you're you're in good shape. Okay. So I'll, I'll give you all a call later. Um, when the people that have got the more urgent problems get taken care of. Oh, absolutely. The ladies are actually in the office today. If you want to call in today, and they'll schedule you out for a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll be yeah, happy to take care of it. this isn't unfinished. This is unfinished, sure. and it's been happening, you know, for a number of years. So it's just it's something that I want to get addressed now. And uh, But I'd rather the people that have got the worse problems with the flooding get taken care of first, you know? Sure. Good deal. Hey, Helen, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Coming up at uh, 10 o'clock tonight, just a programming note here on KMOX, Johnny Rabbit will be here with Route 66. You can find out what's in a word as Johnny presents a night with all songs having a one-word title. Route 66, 10 o'clock tonight till 1 o'clock Sunday morning. And more of the Helotech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show coming up in moments. 
And now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Once again, your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. And filling in for Scott this morning, I'm Rick Wallace. Tyler Clough is here from Mosby Building Arts. Also, Burke Watts from Helitech joins us this morning. Before we get started, guys, I just wanted to uh, to remind folks, KMOX, along with our sister's our sister stations, Y98 and KEZK, are going to be holding a flood relief drive in association with the Teamsters. It will be Monday at the Schnooks on Butler Hill. That's Monday from 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. And you can find out more at KMOX.com. But we, uh, we hope that uh, KMOX listeners will help us, help folks who need it. Guys, are you ready to head back to the phones? Let's do it. See what's Absolutely. happening? Absolutely. All right. Greg is uh, coming up next here. Hi, Greg. You're on KMOX. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, my house is about 31 years old, and it was, when we had it built, the drain tile is around the perimeter, and we have a sump uh, pit but no sump pump. Now, I don't have a, a wet basement. I haven't had a problem, but would I be wise to go ahead and put a pump in there? And if so, what does that roughly cost? So if you have not had any water in that sump pit and, uh, and it means everything's working and everything's working great, the only thing that I would, would say, if you've already got the pit and, uh, and it's there and you want to have the just the peace of mind of putting a sump pump in there, uh, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, the, the pumps you can get just a, a regular pump, or you can get a battery backup. You can get you can you can go a, a bunch of ways. You'll need a place for that water, you know, to discharge, which will be the the only evasive thing, you know, invasive thing to to go through the the siding to get outside, but. Uh, you know that that would be that would be okay. It's been thirty years. We've had some pretty pretty heavy <laughs> rains lately. If it's still dry, I don't know that it would be the first thing that I would go out and spend my money on. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's any water in the pit or not. I've never checked. There's a lid on it, but uh, I've never had any water, you know, seep out of it or anything like that. Yeah, if you're not getting water, the the only thing like like what Tyler said, Greg, is peace of mind might not be a bad idea. Uh, uh-huh. A sump pump installation could be anywhere. If it's just a standard pump with the discharge line, not having to go too far. I mean, you could be anywhere from a couple of hundred dollars to, you know, if you want to do a battery backup and a whole kit and system, you could be fifteen hundred dollars. So, oh wow, so, okay. you know, uh, but just a standard pump installation wouldn't be a, a horrible idea, just to be on the safe side. Okay. Yep. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. You bet. Thanks, Greg. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go right to the phones. And uh, John is up next, calling from St. Louis. Hi, John. You're on KMOX. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. We have a large concrete uh, front porch that has a crack extending the entire length of it. I'd say it's about a quarter inch thick. And we've received bids to both resurface it and knock it down and just build a new one. Do you guys have a recommendation on which you would uh, you think would be the best way to go? Well, so so there's a number of things to to figure out. One is why why is the crack there? Is there a wall on the outside of this porch, or is it just a freestanding porch? No, it is covered. It's a covered porch, right? Uh, so is it sitting on top of a? There's a lot of questions. Is it sitting on top of a foundation wall on the outside, or is it is it just a porch that's been poured on the on the ground and then and then covered from that? Yeah, just a porch that's been covered on the ground. All right. Well, so 
without knowing what has caused it, and if we couldn't figure out what what caused it, we would want we would propose to to pull it out and put a new put a new porch in. Uh, okay, but they there are great uh, great systems to to fix to fix that to make it look really good. The only the only thing with those is we still don't know what has caused the crack. If something's happening right. under there that uh, that would cause that to crack in a couple of years, then then that's then you're gonna be in the same boat. So I would say figure out why why it's cracked and if it's moving still or if it's uh, if it's done moving, then then you can go ahead and put a put a covering over it. But uh, a lot of times we can't figure out what causes the crack until we open it up. Okay, great. Thanks for the information. You bet. John, thank you. Uh, 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120 if you've got a question, water-related or not. If you just got something that you're doing uh, to your home or thinking about doing, uh, we're certainly fielding those calls as well. Tyler Clough is here from Mosby and uh, Burke Watts from Helitech. And we're going to take a time out and we'll be back with more on KMOX. And now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Once again, your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Rick Wallace in for Scott today. It's 1233. We're here till 1 o'clock. And uh, Rick Edelman will be here. 3 o'clock, the Car Pro Show. And then Cardinal Baseball starts at 515. Alex uh, will have the pregame show. And then Leak versus Tehran at 610 this evening here on KMOX. Cards and Braves from Atlanta. They got a new stadium in Atlanta. That's the third stadium, <laughs> third stadium I, I know of yeah. now in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm getting old. I don't know. Guys, you ready? Let's we do are. it. We're going to go back to the phones. Tyler Clough is here from uh, Mosby Building Arts and Burke Watts from Helitech. And Pat is from Collinsville. And she's got a leaky basement. Pat, what's on your mind this morning? Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm a he. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Sorry, Pat. <laughs> what we've done is this most recent rain, my wife and I spent three days, 24 hours a day, pumping water out of a corner of my basement where it comes in almost like a faucet. Uh, we have a finished basement, carpeted, drywall, the whole works. And what we try to do is just basically limit the damage. Sure. Uh, and not just let it go, because, I mean, it would have probably been a foot or plus down there. Uh, I have, my house sits down, I have a... Um, a fairly big hill in the back of my house. I mean, a really big hill. Uh, another hill on one side of the house. Uh, the other two sides, the front and the other side, are okay. I was thinking about, I guess they call it French drain tile or something, yep. that you can put on the outside. With that much water coming in, I guarantee you guys, it's that much water. Uh, would something like that work, or do I really have to go and have it done uh, you know, on the inside of the house? All right, uh, I've got a couple of questions for you real quick, if I could, Pat. On the inside of the house, have you removed any of the drywall to see if you have a crack in that poured foundation wall, if that's where the water's coming from, or are you just kind of not sure at this point? No, I haven't. I haven't removed okay. to see if there's a crack. It's actually coming in in a corner of the front of the house, okay. but the two hillsides are on the back and the opposite side, so it's coming okay. in totally away from where I think it's probably is coming in okay but no i haven't torn the drywall out yet i haven't got behind it to see you know what's going on but right. uh, we literally can't do this for 24 hours a day much no time. no and and sorry to hear shouldn't that have to. yeah you shouldn't have to so 
if you have a poured concrete foundation, which is what you described that you do with poured walls, and yeah. you're getting water in an isolated area like that, chances are there is a crack in that foundation wall. And so the first step you really need to do before you do anything with anybody is expose that drywall. Take the drywall down, expose the wall, let somebody take a look at it. If you have a crack in that foundation wall, that really is one of the uh, simplest repairs that we do for crack injection to seal that up. And what could be happening is obviously your entire basement's not flooding and getting water everywhere. So the original drain tile that's around the house is working well. But if they backfilled around your house with enough rock, which sounds like they did, what you're going to get is when the water fills up inside of that rock around the exterior of the home, a crack in that wall will allow that water to literally just shoot right through that wall and cause the issue. So by injecting the crack, that holds the water to the outside until the original footing tiles can keep up. Now, there is a couple other smaller spots where it actually does come out. Okay. Uh, it, it, when, when they put the be- the support beams in the uh, in my basement, whoever built the house, they sunk them in the concrete. Yep. And then they put them up. Well, that rotted out the bottom of it. Okay. So my brilliant move was to take that out and then expose it, and then I could control the water in the washroom. Well, when I took the two beams out, it just came out like a a geyser. Yeah, that's <laughs> not that uncommon to get a. Yeah, it's not that uncommon to get a bean pocket that's going to leak like that, and that is a scenario where that would need to be fixed from the outside with some type of a surface drain or just a ceiling uh, sealant being put on the wall to take care of that issue. So the 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 the. French tile or whatever somebody at work. They said it's a tile. It's got perforations in the top mm-hmm. or holes in the top. Put yeah. it around there and drain it out. Is that really should not be an or uh, maybe three and an option of one, two, and three, or or uh, would you say expose the wall first? Yeah, I uh, that would be the first thing anybody from our company would come out and tell you just from the conversation what you're telling us is first thing you need to do is get some of the drywall down so you can get a good look at that foundation wall. But no, some type of an exterior surface drain, which is what a French drain is, uh, might be a solution, but it may be something else totally altogether. That's really, when you get into a situation where you've got the kind of water flow that you've got coming in, Pat, you really need to, you know, allow, you know, somebody from Helitech to come out and take a look at it for you. But the first thing you're going to do is expose that foundation wall in that area where you're getting the bulk of your water. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, give you guys a buzz and see if we can get you out here to sure. take a look at it because we just physically cannot do this. Uh, the, the fortunate thing was I worked during the day and she worked at night, so we were able to. Wow. True shift work, but yeah, the, the, the ladies are in the office today at Helitech, so you can get a hold of Flo or one of our other ladies, and they'd be happy to get you set up. Yeah, I appreciate it very much. All right. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Pat. Appreciate the call. We've got some open phone lines. If you've got uh, a question right now, 314-436-7900 or 800-925-925. 1120. Guys, we talked about this right at the uh, outset of the the program, 
at 11, but I, I think it's worth repeating because a lot of people are going to be doing cleanup work today, and uh, we just want to make sure that everybody stays safe. And, and that is a, a big thing today and, and over the next the next couple of weeks. A couple of things. When you get back into a house, a lot of times the the power company would go and pull the meter to, so that we didn't have uh, didn't have those type of problems. But if they didn't, you'd go in there and flip switches and something's still underwater. There's a, mm. that's a, a good chance to to get hurt. Yep. So I would make sure you know as you get back into the house, usually you need electricity to turn the pumps on. But you got to make sure that uh, everything is is clear before you do that. And I I also would recommend taking a bunch of pictures. Uh, you don't even if you don't have insurance and you're not looking for insurance. I would take pictures of that flood damage one because if you're going to have somebody come fix it, they can put it back the same way or, or close to it. The other thing is, is that if if you can get some good pictures, then then if it happens again, you'll know you'll know some uh, where where certain things happened and what what happened the last time. So, absolutely, and you know, and even if you have an unfinished basement, and at some point you're ever going to finish it, be it now or later, take pictures. Can't stress that enough because when we have to come in, or or Tyler does, somebody from a, any company, if you can show us what it looked like before it was covered up. Man, it makes diagnosing problems a lot easier. And you would know if there was a crack in the foundation. Bingo. (laughs) And uh, again, if you're using, if you've used sandbags, properly dispose of that sand. Don't reuse it. You know that's why a lot of those those places like Arnold and Pacific and Eureka, Mm -hmm. they've they've supplied the dumpsters. (laughs) Put the stuff in those. They're going to properly dispose of it. Don't don't use it for kids' play sand. Right. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go to Festus right now, where Josh is standing by. Josh, go ahead. You're on KMOX. Yes, sir. How you guys doing today? Great. Great. Doing well. I just had a question. I've lived in my home for a few months now. Um, It's a two-story home with a finished basement. Now, the way the I've been inspecting with all this rain and stuff, uh, you know, just for anything, you know, any cracks. I mean, I haven't noticed any water, but I've noticed that there's no sump pump pit. Now, the 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 basement is the back wall, I guess. There's not all foundation. It's like a three-sided foundation, I guess, and it uh-huh. sits kind of on a hill. So, is there no need for the sump pump pit when they're built? A certain way. Yeah. So, um, so is it a walkout basement? You can. There's a door. It is out a walkout basement, yep. sir, and it's on kind of a hill. And I just thought, well, why isn't there some pump it? <laughs> so, so yeah, if they did it right, then then those drain tiles are still in there, but they're daylighted out outside, so you don't have to pump it out. There, okay. There's really no okay. need for a sump pump on a walkout basement. That's kind of what I was thinking, but then again, I just didn't know for sure. Um, yep. So, well, all right, that explains more of the water kind of down at the bottom of the yard, kind sure. of, uh, I guess, filtering out uh, yep. soft spots. So, yeah. well, all right, guys. Right thank on you track. very much Good. for your time, man. Good thank job. You. Good job. Hey, That's Josh, real quick before you go. Yes, sir. If you can find where those pipes exit out, be sure and mark sure. them because at some point down the road, if you mow over them too much and they get covered, you're going to want to uh-huh. make sure those stay cleaned out. So make sure you mark Just them. Just the black uh, pipe. Yep. The uh, yep. filtration pipes, right on. I see some of it exposed already. So, yep. all right, guys, keep, you have a keep great them day. clear. Thanks. Keep them clear. Thank, Thank you, Josh. You. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Cape Girardeau now, where Mike is standing by. Mike, go ahead. You're on KMOX. Thanks. I have a uh, concrete front porch covered, and there's stains in the concrete. I think from when they first installed it, like maybe nine years ago. What are my options? 
Ooh. So, <laughs> so with not knowing what those stains were caused from, um, there's there, you could you can actually one one solution would be to stain all of it, to to have have a company come out and stain it all a different color. Uh, that would would solve the problem to get those stains out if you don't know what they are and if they've been there for nine years uh good luck <laughs> it's no, probably no, not going to happen no i figured i couldn't get them out i'm wondering about other than pulling out the porch what i can do <laughs> yeah so there's there's some there's some other options if the concrete is in really good shape there's actually a number of things that you can do uh there's there's overlays that uh, that you could do or you could another real pro- popular thing right now is just getting concrete stained, where yep. they come in and and stain it and make it look really good. I we just saw in our office some really cool samples of some epoxy that is just amazing that you can put right on there. It ends up being less than a eighth inch thick and looks looks amazing. And if it's a covered porch and you're not worried about ice forming on it and getting slippery. Uh, some of those things can look really awesome. And last well? And they do last. They do last. Who, who does that sort of stuff? You know what? If you could give uh, give our office a call, we can give you some, some names of people you can call. Okay. Thank All right. you. You bet. Yeah, Mike, thank you. We appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll go right back to the phones on the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. And now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Once again, your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. And we want to go right back to the phones and to Chesterfield. Here's Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. Pardon me. I hope I'm not jinxing myself, but uh, I moved my home new 44 years ago, and I put in a brick patio a couple years later, about 400 square feet. And uh, over the years, of course, the patio, you know, up and down, and there's quite often, especially with the heavier rains, the water just sits there for a long time. I've never had a problem inside, a very minor one at first, but that's it. I mean, but every time I see the water sitting there, you know, 42 years, I've never had a problem. I only It's, it's only water coming in backed up from the yard, not from the downspout. So should I be concerned on that? Because believe me, I wouldn't know it downstairs if it came in. You, you wouldn't know it downstairs if it came in? No. Well, I mean, I have a, a you know, finished basement, uh-huh. but... I mean, I'm sure if the water had come in any time, I would know it. Because oh, you wouldn't know it. Sure. Right. So, I mean, I don't know if I'm tempting fate. And, you know, it's when it's really heavy rains like this. And when the water will sit there for, you know, an hour but how, at a certain level. Is it sitting next to the house or just out on the patio? Right next to the house. It's on the patio to the house right on the foundation. There's some ivy there about a foot wide. But, you know, I see this happen time and time again. It's like, man, that's like... Hope I'm not jinxing myself now by calling. So, yeah. <laughs> so, what was, you know, a patio, you can't, you know, with a brick patio like that, that's had its ups and downs over 40 some odd winters, and you know how it is. Right, right. So, so it isn't level anymore. So, I had the proper slope when I had, when I put it in, but that's, you know, for, you know. You know, so, well, so, yeah. so, Mike, here's the thing. You're, everything else is working right. And, uh, yeah. again, back to what we said at the very start of the, the, seg- the segment. We want to do everything we can without using mechanical means to keep that water away, and grading is is number one. And so right, right. now, we your your grade was good, and now we've now that thing's gone away. Everything else is still working. If something else stops working, then you're probably going to get water in the basement. So yeah. So I I would say 
yeah, don't tempt fate, but but four things are working right. One of them's not working right anymore. If another one doesn't work right, you still might be okay. But ultimately, you're going to want to get that patio, uh, you know, relayed to get that water out away from your house again. I agree. Yeah, well, you know, back well back when last time I had a new roof about ten years ago, I did have there was a downspot close to that which I had relocated, which that's helped a good a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Good thing. Right. So again, this is this is only back up in these big, big rains like we've had lately. Yeah, but you, still, it's you might like be okay. Yeah, okay, and making you sure your gutters are where they need to be, keeping those away. Right. That's you're you're doing all the right, right. things. Okay. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. Mark is on the road, and he's next on KMOX. Go ahead, Mark. Hi. I have a similar question to the guy before. Um, I have a walkout basement. I don't have a sump pump hole and a, and a pump. And for the first 15 years I lived there, we never got any water in the in the hole at all. Now in the last few years, we get water there all the time. And I'm just wondering what could be the, what could be the reason for that. So you have a sump pit, no pump in it though, or you no, do? No, no, I do have a pump. I do have a pump now because it's, it was filling up. So gotcha. I got a pump to pump it out, but... I'm just curious why, for the first 15 years we lived there, never had a problem at all. You know, and we never had any water in it at all, never even needed a pump. Sure. And it's one of those things, Mark, I mean, obviously the drain tiles that were put around your house, you know, start to get age and uh, could have some slowdowns in it in places and being choked off a little bit, which pushes it to that inside to the pit and the pump that you didn't get before, so... Really and truly, if you're if you're only getting some water in that pit, and the pump's taking care of it, you're really in good shape, though. Okay, yeah. well, and I, thanks a lot and I would check your grade question. on the outside too. Make sure, again, make sure that your grade is getting away from the house. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Let's go to Woodlawn, Illinois. Now, here's Tom. Hi, Tom. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going, guys? Enjoying the sunshine. How about you? Yeah, hey, that's right. <laughs> we will be. Yeah. Uh, uh, the question I have is, I have a um, finished basement, and where I live, it's it's really flat, and it doesn't drain just, you know, the best, but I really don't have too many problems, except in the rainy season like this. But anyway, my sump hole, I've got a, one of those uh, Zoller uh, uh-huh. green sump, you know, it, it's been tiled, it's about 15 years old, the actual basement, and I don't know, about four years ago, well, the first pump lasted about 12 years, approximately, and then the the switch went out and flooded my basement, but I caught it right away, so I saved everything. So I just bought a new a new solar pump and put it in there. And now when it's all this rain we've been having, it cycles like every 30 seconds. Yeah. And is, is this the best pump I can get, or what would you recommend, any other type of pump? Some people say you can put two pumps in it. Sure. I just don't want to flood my basement. No, I mean... Obviously, for you know, Zoller's a great pumper. You know, you're you're buying a good quality pump. You know, cast iron submersible pump. Uh, nothing wrong with that. But as a protection, if it's cycling that often, you're getting that kind of water in there. Yeah, it's probably worth looking at maybe letting us come in, extend that sump pit to where we get a second sump in there or a battery backup, so that you have the protection that you need. Uh, just in case the one pump burns out on you uh, or you lose power. Right. Yeah, um, The uh, I have a, a bathroom in there, too, and right next to that pit, there, it's in a small little mechanical room, you know, built walls, yeah. a hot water heater in there, and there's a, 
um, oh, you know, where the sewage goes sewage from the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forget the name of it, you know. Um, but anyway, there's one right next to it, so it'd be <laughs> be pretty tough to put another hole in there. But Yeah, what we anyway. would do uh, is we, we could actually just take out the existing pit that's there and extend mm-hmm. it, make it larger uh, or deeper, okay. uh, either one to, to make it work a little bit better for you. I got you. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so the Zoller, those greens, they're yeah. really good pumps. They're if good. I guess you can get right. I got it from a plumbing supplier. Yep. That's what a plumber told me. No, you did good. You did good. Okay. Thank, thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, Tom. Thank you. We appreciate it. We've got one more caller, but Don, I don't. You know, we've only got uh, less than a minute. So if if Don, if you want to hang on, can you guys get her off sure. the air? And, uh, sure. All right. Well, we'll we'll do that. Uh, we're sorry, Don, but we're almost out of time. We want to say thanks to uh, to Tyler Clough from Mosby Building Arts and uh, Burke Watts from uh, Helitech. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Burke, you say there's folks in the uh, office today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're actually. Uh, Flo and the other ladies are in today answering the phone calls, trying to make sure we can take care of customers as quickly as possible. And uh, to all of our past customers, really appreciate all the business and appreciate you guys having us in today. All right. And, and Tyler, they can, yeah, uh, they can call us, 909-1800. We're happy to help out wherever we wherever we can. Thanks. Guys, thanks so much. Thank all right, you. Thanks. Yeah, we appreciate you coming in. Stay tuned. Rick Edelman's coming up next. Then the Car Pro Show at 3 o'clock. Cardinal Baseball comes your way at 515 here on KMOX.